Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Fight Site interview. Today, I have the honor and pleasure of speaking with uh, Cosmo Alexander. First of all, Cosmo, thank you so much for joining me. I hope you're doing well. Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks. Thank you. Everything is good here in Florida. The life looks like getting normal again. So, yeah, that's it. That's awesome. Uh, before we start, I just need to make sure that a shout out, of course, to fightsite.com. Make sure you go check us out. Uh, incredible articles, phenomenal analysis. You'll be treated to tons and tons of great content. Make sure you check us out on Patreon. We have a, a lot of exclusive content on there. You'll, you'll get access to Discord, depending on what tier you get on. And also you can ask questions on the podcast, tons of stuff. Uh, make sure that you uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel, like and comment, leave a comment on the video, tell us what you think. Uh, make sure that you follow us on Apple, uh, the podcast uh, network on Apple, Spotify, and Stitcher as well. Leave a five-star rating, it really does help. And also make sure that you, uh, if you go to thefightsite.com, make sure you check out the link on the bottom, hyperflybrand.com. You're going to be able to have access to some really cool uh, combat sports stuff and and uh, like geese and and gear. They have great T-shirts. Definitely go and check them out. Really does help us out. With all that being said, Cosmo, we're here to talk about something that I think is really important. Um, it's been talked about a lot by a couple of big names in in the UFC, but you know you got to talk about it from the organization you're dealing with. And I want to just give you the floor to talk about the issues you've been having and tell everyone what's going on. Yeah, uh, I'm having problem with the one championship. I was having problem because uh, last Saturday, I talked to Chachi, I talked to Matt Hume, and uh, yeah, probably I will sign a new deal this week. I thought it would have signed like last yesterday, but I'm still waiting. But anyway, before my problem, of course, was because my purse and uh, was like a really bad purse when the, I signed the contract. Of course, it's my fault, you know, but uh, I tried to explain to Chachi why I signed this contract, blah, blah. So like, in short, like short history. When I was in Brazil, uh, they messed me and uh, offered like uh, to sign with them. And uh, in Brazil, like nobody knows about uh, one championship. Nobody like, you know, even like one championship, they have like a Brazilian, uh, champion there, uh, Adriano Moraes, and in Brazil nobody knows him, you know. So the show for me is kind of like was kind of like small to medium, you know. So of course it's different purse, you know. Like if I go to FC, it's different. It would be different. So I signed the contract with that purse, and then after a few months I saw uh, one championship sign up with so many big names. You know, it was like Nick Hawks and Petrosian, uh, like one of the, like, probably like the best strikers uh, in the world was going to fight uh, one championship. And then after that, I saw like, wow, it's like I did something wrong with my contract, you know. But anyway, uh, just so you understand, like the same course I fought, uh, my first fight was against a guy from uh, Australia, uh, White Thai. I won by knockout second round. So... The same purse was when I fought Nick, no, Nicky Hoxon. Mm -hmm. So it was the same purse. So, and then when I fought uh, Sage, would it be the same for, purse if I fight, for example, like uh, Vito Belfort. So no makes like sense, you know, like uh, the names don't make sense. But anyway, uh, 
so many things happened between that, uh, between my fight uh, against Sage and my first fight. Like big problems, man. Like was really bad. And uh, but anyway, I talked to Chachi two months ago about everything. I explained to him everything what happened. And he's like, Cosmo, I apologize. I'm so sorry. I didn't know that. I'm uh, like, I have more than 100 fighters. So it's hard to follow every fighter like close, you know, to, to know like everything what's going on. I understood, of course, if I, I know like it shouldn't be like that. But anyway, at least he like, you know, he he lo looks like he was trying to help. Uh, looks like he was trying to, to fix the situation. After two months, probably after two months, uh, my situation was the same, you know? So that's why I got mad. And then I started uh, writing things on Twitter, right? Uh, last week, probably like the last 10 days. And then last Saturday, he called me, was him, uh, Matt Hume, and uh, my manager. Long talk, long fight, it was like crazy. But uh, in the end, it was good because we, we get like a new deal. It's just like two things I'm trying to put in the, in the contract to see uh, because it will be better for me. Nothing crazy, but it will be better. So now I'm waiting to see if they accept or not. But uh, probably uh, this week I will sign the new, new deal. So it, it's kind of important to kind of put into context what the issue really is because you're not somebody who's new to the combat sports world. You're yeah. three-time world champion in Muay Thai, four-time in kickboxing. You've won some massive tournaments like the, the, the King's Cup in 2009. You, you know, you were the runner-up in 2010. You have the 2010, uh, you got the Showtime uh, Budapest uh, 77 a kilogram championship. You are somebody who has wins over like John Wayne Parr alone, having three wins over someone like John Wayne Parr, two of them by finish. That's really impressive. You fought, like you said, Nikki Holskin multiple times, Petrosian. You've, you are somebody who is quite simply someone who is an elite kickboxer. You're eight and one, I think in MMA right now, uh, or you've had over a hundred fights. So for someone like you to have to go on Twitter and say, this is ridiculous, you know, yeah. what, what is, what is the best way to go about it for fighters when, in your opinion, like, do you think that the, this is something that fighters can do more often and should do more often when they're having issues with their contract? Uh, man, I never had like a manager, never. Right. Like, I, after I got my manager, like uh, I signed with my manager after Sage's fight, fight, you know. Okay. After the, yeah. So because I explained to him, listen, man, I don't know what to do. You know, I never had manager, and uh, probably, and I really hope you you help me to make more money because I'm 38. I don't want to fight until 45. You know, I want to fight a few more years and retire. Uh, I won't ever think what I fought. I won't like you said, like Kings Cup. It's your time, uh, Waco, uh, WPMF. Like I have so many uh, titles, but fighting Muay Thai is hard to make money, right? right. That's why I started fighting kickboxing. But uh, I, so I, I told him, listen, I just need help to make money. 
And then I told him how much money I was making. He was like, you're crazy, man. Like, that, that's bad. <laughs> so I explained to him everything, like why I signed this contract, you know, you know what I mean? So we started work on that. I think uh, if I had manager before, it would be much better, you know, because you don't need to talk with a matchmaker. You don't need to uh, expose yourself like this, you know, like, no, no, no. I want this, this, this. You don't need that. So for sure, if you have a good manager, it would help a lot. It would help a lot. Like it would be like, you know, like much better than you try to do the things by yourself. You know. Um, do you? Do, I I don't know how. Uh, I don't know how it would work with an international corp, uh, company like one fighting championship but i'm sure you've seen you know the comments on what's going on with the ufc yeah, and, and fighters union talking about making a union and stuff like that uh has that been something that you you've given any attention to uh that since i've been amazing. talking about it that would be amazing but the the, the thing doesn't work the, uh, like the the problem would be like that okay we make like a union and then okay Nobody after like I don't know ten fights or if you are a world champ or something like that. Nobody will fight for less than twenty thousand, right? Right. And then another guy, he's like oh, he needs money, and he will accept the same fight for five thousand. You know, so you have the guy like, willing to do it. Yeah, it's like in Brazil, like uh, Muay Thai in Brazil is big, it's huge. You know, like mm -hmm. very good fighters, and I I am one of the guys say no no no. They cannot fight for like $50, $100. Like, come on. It's like, you know, they have to like, I know the, the, the shows are small in Brazil. They don't have like sponsors. Like, I know how that works, you know. Right. But like, like the, the, that is a stadium in Brazil, Porto Aires Stadium. He's the, the, the most important stadium in Brazil, like Muay Thai Stadium, right? So they are doing before two, uh, shows per month right and then right. after a while they were doing one show per month and then i tried to talk to the owner because i got like i was like his partner after a while i told him listen better we do four shows in the year and pay the the fighters right you know because every fighter was making money just selling like tickets so if you sell you you make some money, like small money, but you make some. If you like, if you don't sell, you don't make. So like, uh, fighters from the other seats or other states, they will make money because how they would like sell tickets, you know. So I start talking to like the promotion to try to make like four times for four times like shows per year. They didn't accept. So I went to the fighters. But listen. You guys cannot fight for less than that. You sh you guys should just make this money minimum. But what's the problem? Oh yeah, uh, uh, the most of uh, like no most, but like many fighters were like, okay, we can do that. I will fight just for five hundred dollars. But then another guy will fight for one hundred. Like oh yeah, I will fight for one hundred. So doesn't work. You know, didn't work there. I don't know if it would work <laughs> here in the US or you know, but. Uh, we have to do something. We have to do something because it's not fair. You know, it's not fair. Like uh, uh, when they start talking about, like, uh, uh, like I heard, 
it's not just about be a good fighter, but you have to sell the fights. Like, oh, if you have like, like how I how I uh, I heard, uh, if he has a lot of followers on Instagram, uh, like Sage, example, like right. oh, he uploaded like one million like followers. So that's why he makes much more money than me. So it makes sense, you know. Like Sage, who is Sage? I respect him as a fighter, but he didn't win anything in his life. What which title he has? Like, uh, if you count, like I have like seven world titles. You know, I fought everybody. I have more than 100 fights. No makes sense. I get paid less than him. Why? Like, no, it's just because the followers. No makes sense. So that's one of the things like made me mad against one championship before, because they always say about like respect the fighters, uh, the the bushido, all these, these spiritual things, but in the end of the day. They want to pay more for the fighter who has more followers than the the real fighter, you know. So for me, it don't make sense. But that's why I talk to to Chachi and like I hope like everything now is is gone, you know. Like we have a good deal, and I'm just waiting for them to send a new contract and they'll sign. I really hope that you get what you were asking for, especially those two other things that also make it, you know, better. Yeah, because. <laughs> You know, hopefully, you you know, it's 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 you and it's other fighters putting your health, putting your, you know, putting your career on the line for these fights. You're the ones putting in the literal blood, sweat, and tears into making that fight happen. You deserve to be paid properly. Yeah. Um, so, you know, when you hear about the, the funding that, that, that one championship talks about that they have... I can imagine it's it's like you said it, it made you angry to see it that it's where is your portion of that and you're the one fighting. Um, moving forward, though, you you said that you know you you had that fight with Sage. Uh, assuming you get the contract that you're looking for, are you looking to move forward specifically with an MMA focus as opposed to going back to kickboxing, or are you looking to do both? I contract with them. I can fight anything. Right. Oh, MMA or kickboxing, I can fight both. Yeah. Is there a difference in how they're going to in the in in the contract per fight for the different types of fighting? So yeah, the purse. Yeah, the purse for each fight will be the same regardless. Kickboxing Muay Thai is different than than MMA, but Muay Thai kickboxing is the same. Okay, so uh, so does and that gives you, I guess, you'll decide which one is more uh, makes more sense for you, I guess. No, like, uh, because uh, about the purse, like, flat, Muay Thai would pay me more. Okay. But if I win the fight, MMA would pay me more. Uh-huh. You so know, so doing... for, me, yeah, for me, it doesn't matter. I I can fight anything, you know. Like, I, I'm not just, I, in that in that time, I will not think just about, like, uh, the money, you know, mm -hmm. because I will make, like, the same money in both, so that's okay. So I'm actually curious because the show, the, the, the getting paid to show up and then the getting paid, you know, like where the doubles up if you win, a lot of fighters are talking about how we interviewed Gray Maynard first uh, about, he was the first one we were talking about fighter pay. And um, he said that the, we agree, like we talked about how the model of you get half your paycheck if you lose is a huge problem for MMA in general. 
is it you do you agree with something like that and do you think it should be more like you get paid to fight whether you win or lose as opposed to you lose yeah, like, half your paycheck yeah i think like like this or oh, if you sign a contract would it be better like if you sign a contract like okay let's see let's say like fifty thousand dollars you're flat right. you know already how much money you make but if you win maybe i can give you like 25 or thirty thousand dollars more mm -hmm. you know makes you think like you know what like man I want to win all like a uh, knockout bonus. Right. You you like you push your fighter to to be more aggressive, you know, like to try the knockout, you know what I mean? So that's that'll be good. Uh like uh most of the fights I did uh I made like in all my career my Thai kickboxing was flat. Right. Was MMA always like half half like oh if you fight like i don't know 15 but if you win uh 15 more you know so i think that's a good idea i think it's a good idea um is does one have um uh in addition to the actual person themselves do they also offer like health benefits for the fights as well or it's strictly no it's strictly the, the persons themselves of course, if you get hurt in the fight, they will right. take care of like 100%. That's 100%. Right. But uh, probably if I get hurt now in the gym or doing something, I don't think so. I, I never heard that before. I can be wrong, but uh, I never heard anything like that before. Is that, that and that's something, do, would you say that that's something that fighters should be trying to push for? 100%. Uh, some fighters, they sign up with, uh, with the show just for one fight, you know? And so mm -hmm. they they wouldn't do that. But like me, I probably will sign up for like, sign for like five fights, six fights. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure yet. So like, I'll be there for like two years, probably. Yes, mm -hmm. I uh, I should have like something like that. Do, do, you, do you think it's uh, shorter contracts are better or worse in general for the fighters? Because I know that there was, uh, talk about from Masvidal about a, he signed an eight fight contract and all that, and then he won those big fights, and you know he wants to renegotiate, but he's locked into that long contract. Uh, where do you where do you fall on that kind of? Do you think it's better for bigger fighters to sign shorter contracts and less? Think, yeah, yeah, longer contract is safer. You know, mm -hmm. the fighter will feel like safer because like oh, I have eight fights. So, you know, you have like, I don't know, two or three years getting paid, you know. Uh, but the thing is like, after four fights, like four like victories, yeah, you can uh, do, a, uh, make a new deal. You know, that would be good. But uh, I think like, when you sign for five, six fights, it's safer, you know, mm -hmm. it would be better. What are your, what is your general, um, feeling i guess uh, obviously you 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 train with and you know and you work with tons of large you know huge name fighters what's the general atmosphere and based on what you're seeing with regard to the, the whole topic of fighter pay is this something that you know that a lot of fighters are really talking about even if they're not doing it publicly but they're just talking about it in general with other fighters and coaches and there's maybe something happening well, what do you mean? What, 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 what do you mean? Uh, do you think fighters are looking more towards being more vocal and active? Because we see the fighters like John Jones and Dawes Mazdal, but is it more like 
a lot more fighters now you think are going to start to talk about it publicly? Ah, yes. But it's different, right? Like, John mm -hmm. Jones, how much money he makes? Like, six million, five million per fight? <laughs> you know? I'm not sure. I, I think officially, I think it's 500,000 or something. Officially. No, no. He'll make like, he's making like four million per fight, probably. With the pay per view uh, points, right? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, to him, it's easy to say something, right? Mm -hmm. Because how many fights he made, uh, like, I don't know, the last four or five fights, he, uh, every single fight he made more than $1 million, right? Right. So if he stops today, for him, it's okay. Right. You know, like, more like he has like $5 million, $10 million in the bank. So, like, oh, I'm not fighting anymore. So, like, oh, that's fine. I have $10 million in the bank, you know? But the fighter who's making like 10 plus 10, he start like talking and then. The, the 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 show say like oh you don't fight here anymore what are you gonna right. do you right. know so these guys are in some positions then it's easy to talk easy to say something because they are not worried like oh why he's worried like if uh, Diana say like oh you don't fight UFC anymore he's okay he he can retire or maybe he goes like to any other show pays him better than before so he's okay you know but like the fighters who makes like just money to survive, they they'll not say anything. You know, they'll not say anything. What do you think it would take to to kind of really move this this I guess a movement to create a more equal system of fighter pay? Do you think it would take expanding the Ali Act? Do you think it like what at least that would co cover the U.S. Obviously, we're talking about a worldwide system with different organizations. But what would it take for us to see fighter pay really increase properly so that you guys get what you're actually worth? I have no idea, man. I have no idea. Like, I don't know. We could like have, like like you said, they are talking about having a union. And then we could like uh, say the minimum, like uh, every single, like, I don't know, maybe like if you have 10 fights, 10 victories or something like that. Oh, yeah, you get paid the minimum like this. Uh, mm -hmm. If you had less, you know what I mean? Like uh, if you were like just, if you had just like five fights and uh, five victories and then, okay, you get paid in this amount. Uh, if you have like 10 victories, you know what I mean? Uh, you yeah. will change like, oh yeah, you, you can get paid this, the minimum. Of course, like I said, uh, these days is not just about if you are a good fighter, right. you know? It's just about like uh, you sell fights. Uh, you can lose, but like, are you crazy? You try to kill yourself, and then your opponent there, yeah, you make more money because more people you watch, you're fighting and buy and and pay uh, the pay per view. Mm -hmm. You know, so everything is more like professional now, and I understand that. But we cannot forget like who's like oh, we have like so many good fighters, but they are like just like serious they don't like show up in the the instagram doing like crazy things or oh, you can see like petrosian if you see like if you like you see his instagram he's like a normal guy you know nothing crazy he's just you know what i mean and but and then you go to sage he always doing like his stuff blah, 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 one million followers so sage you make much more money than petrosian and that's not fair no <laughs> no it's not that's it's, not fair. I, it's kind of i kind of didn't even think about the fact that you have Georgia Petrosian, who's arguably the greatest 
kickboxer yeah. of all time, and you just said that Sage makes more money than him, and that that's crazy. It's right? kind of crazy when you think about it. And uh, so, you know, so I guess my question is now: so right now we have the system where it is right now. You have to market yourself in order to get the bigger paychecks. What do you do if that's not you? You know, like you know, you're 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 not the type of person who's going to go on Instagram and jump off a roof. You know, so how do we? So you're you said that you recently got a manager, and the reason why is because you realized you were kind of getting screwed. What else can can you do in that situation? I the first thing first thing if uh, I meet the cause like the ten years ago, the first thing I would say like, man, get a manager. Right. <laughs> you have to get someone. Like, I had no idea how these things, like, work behind the scenes. You know, mm -hmm. like, I thought it was just like, oh, yeah, we talk here, like, money, blah, blah, and that's it. But so many things happen, like, you know, and we don't know. And uh, just now, like, you know, like, I told you, like, last Saturday, or two months ago, I started talking to Chachi, and then last Saturday we talked again. It's just crazy. One like fight, you know, like talk, talk, talk. It was just like, wow, I didn't know it was like that. You know, should be easier. Like, uh, Cosmo, uh, you're a very good fighter. You were champion Muay Thai kickboxing and you can't fight MMA. Even if I, they ask me to fight boxing, I'll fight boxing. So, mm -hmm. and you were champion, you won everything. I think you deserve to get paid $100,000. You deserve that. But no, it's not like, uh, maybe like, Let's say, like, you get, get paid, like, 50, you know? And then, you know what I mean? Like, they always try to make you get paid less than you deserve, you know? Pay you so, less than you're worth. Yeah, like, uh, I was talking to my coach his year. Uh, after Sage's fight, I told him, listen, if they don't pay me more, I will not fight anymore, you know? Because when I was in Brazil, I needed to fight because mm -hmm. I had no jobs there. I, I had no thing, nothing to do there. When I came to US and started working here in the gym, I don't need that money anymore. Of course, we will help a lot. So I, I want to buy my house. I want to give like, give like a, a a better life for my kids. We will help a lot, this money for the fights. But it's not something like, okay, if I don't fight, I will die. No, I'll not die. I'm smart. I can do any other things, you know? Like, I, I can like, I don't know. I can do, uh, uh, I don't know, working any other thing. And I'll make money. But I'll not put my body there, like, you know, that's, like, dangerous stuff. Like, uh, what happened with the Sage could happen with me. Yeah. Like, just, like, $1,000? Like, you know, no, no, no. So I told him, I don't want to fight anymore. If they don't accept the new deal, I will not fight. So that's it. You know, like, uh, I, I, I don't know. It's just, like, yeah. The first thing, like, like I said, like, it's the manager. You have to, you need to have a manager to to make the things like clear, you know, like how much money you think you're worth in, and that's it. For those, just to give context to what you just said, like, you know, what could happen to you, could, to Sage could happen to you. Uh, for those who may not know, when, when Cosmo fought Sage, he knocked him out with one punch, but he didn't just knock him out. You, I guess the way to say it would be you literally broke his face. Yes. Um, he, there were like eight fractures. You had to have a plate put in. This is not a sport where you can... You just do it and you go home. This is not a job where you just do it and you go home. You do this and you're talking about life-altering damage potentially. So 
it's important when you say like it should be that you just get paid what you're worth because of who you are but uh-huh. that's not what they're trying to do they're trying to lowball you pay you as little as they can get away with so i am happy to hear that you're getting what you've finally been you know trying to get um yeah i, I didn't get that yet okay but it's much better than before okay you know, it was much better because uh, like we are talking about like uh petrosian guys sure. like petrosian like he, he he should like get paid like i don't know five hundred thousand dollars for everything what he did in his life like his career you know right like we see like so many good fighters and uh they should have like getting paid like a lot bro because they are put her their life in the in the line you know mm-hmm. and uh they did everything like uh petrosian he he won everything too you know like uh so many fights so many titles and now when you start like getting kind of old you start thinking like yeah man it's time to to don't think just about like oh yeah i love to fight it's your job you know like you you need to get paid good for the, the thing you do right absolutely um uh the the other the the last thing I, i guess i would ask you is uh before this is thoughts on companies like um pfl which have those tournaments where not only do you get paid for each individual fight you're doing their style is they have regular season they have a playoffs they have the championships and the winner gets a million dollars every single time is that like something that you know right now you're with one and stuff like that but is that something that you think that you know you would take a look at you know i guess if you decide to move past one but is that something you that would interest fighters more you think and should be something fighters have more on their radars depends like i don't know how much money they were making before they win the 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 one million you right. know like if like oh cosmo you're gonna you have like 10 fights and if you win the 10 fights you have one million but right. yeah okay that's good but how much money i'll make for a fight of like one thousand dollars i know if i can win one million but fight is fight anything yeah. can, can happen you know and then i go there like my second fight i have i go back to my house with two thousand dollars so that's not fun so i would i would do it if the money for the fight for fight would like uh was good was okay. good yeah i would yes it's like a tournament like right. i like three uh three uh three fights in the same night you know it's always fun i like that like, for me it's fun tournaments with the three fights in the same night is nice but uh of course you have to see how much money you make per fight absolutely um i mean i i have you with me and you're a phenomenal kickboxer it would be kind of silly of me if i don't talk to you about kickboxing um so i do want to talk to you about that you fought all over the world you fought for i mean name after name after name after name i definitely want to talk to you specifically about the john wayne par fights uh because those were awesome and you know those were phenomenal wins what was your your personal uh well before i get to that how did you develop your style because your style uh, well, every every fight i watch uh you know i keep noticing that you have these excellent specifically i think my favorite thing that you do is you do that stepping uh left knee into the clinch oh and i love the way you do that and it's 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 quite it's beautiful and your clinch work in general is just excellent um but i'm curious like 
how did you develop your style? Where did you, you know, I know you went to, uh, to Thailand a lot. I want to talk about your journey, I guess, in learning how your style worked uh, and forming it. Uh, about the left knee is because I am uh, right hand, mm -hmm. but my stronger leg is the left, you know? Yeah. Okay. And uh, when I fight uh, regular stance, I know I have to kick with the left or knee with the left because it's the open side. Mm -hmm. If I kick with the right, he'll catch, you know? So when I fight softball, I have to do the opposite. I have to right. use my right kick and my right knee. Mm -hmm. So like, of course, I fight much more with the regular stance, the guys regular stance than like softball. So I know what I have to do and the time I have to do. Of course, in Thailand, I, I got much better because I was training a lot, like the left kick, left knee, left kick, left knee. And uh, now it's for me, it's, like, it's kind of like a jab, you know, it's, it's easy, I just throw. And, uh, and but I train everything, you know, right. I like to train a lot of boxing. Uh, of course, I train Muay Thai. Some fights, I like to step back and fight. Some fights, I know I have to step in, uh, step forward and uh, be more aggressive. So, like, I, I like to have all the, the, the weapons, like, that I can use in the fight. I'm not a guy just like, okay, I will just train kick, kick, kick. But then something happened, I cannot kick in the fight, you know? So, oh, uh, yeah, but now I have no hands, you know, I have no box. So I like to train everything. I, I like to, to try to be like a complete fighter. Mm -hmm. Well, how did, you, how did you even get into kickboxing in the first place? And like, because, you know, it's, it's, you're from Brazil. Everyone, I mean, I'm a jiu-jitsu guy, so, you know, <laughs> I got to rep jiu-jitsu. How did, why did you gravitate towards kickboxing over, I guess, doing Brazilian jiu-jitsu or other Brazilian, like capoeira, I guess? I'm just curious, how did you get into that? Uh, I played soccer all my life, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, I was a goalkeeper. And when I was like 19, 20, I think, my, my coach said, Cosmo, you have to do something to help you to be like more flexible, you know? And uh, I was like, oh, what are you gonna do? Like, I didn't know. So one day I was watching TV and uh, was like a movie with Van Damme. I don't know, what was the name? Bloodsport. You know, so I was in Brazil and then I tried to find a place to, to train and then I found it and then I started training. That's, like, that's why. After three months, I made my first fight and I won, and uh, after a while I had to choose, like, oh, is you like playing soccer or, or Muay Thai? Right. It's kind of crazy that you only started training at 19 also. Yeah, because was, I was 20, I was 20. Probably. Right. Yeah, because 18 years I'm, I'm fighting, yeah. But it's kind of crazy, like most, most fighters, you know, start, like especially in individual martial arts, like jiu-jitsu or striking, or, you know, you'll hear they start training at 11, 12, or even earlier, and you only got started at 20 years old. That's kind of, for lack of a better term, nuts. <laughs> and that's Im impressive, man. Uh, so you, you obviously you took to it very quickly and you, you fell in love with it and started, you know, to, to, to I guess you'd made that choice to go. And from the get-go, you knew this was it. This is all. This is what you're doing now. Or was it kind of like you were still figuring it out, and there was a moment you decided? No, because like my body was kind of like not ready, but I was right. like 
training all my life like as a goalkeeper so mm -hmm. i had a good cardio you know like i wasn't like just like doing anything in my life i was like practicing some sports you know mm -hmm. so when i started fighting when i won my first fight and i was trying to keep playing soccer i was like you know what i have to choose but when well, yeah when i said like oh i will fight i was like yeah, yeah that will be my job you know it will be my like i'll be a fighter a professional fighter and that's it so yeah i was like 100 sure uh you have fought like i said we, we we already know you fought some really big names uh what was your personal favorite fight uh in your career uh that you had both i guess if you want to go like most impressive performance but also just the most enjoyable fight you had or fights since you fought people more than once when I won the King's Cup 2009, it was fun. It was like really nice, you know, like all the, every single fight I did, like three fights in the night, and it was fun. Every single fight, man, it was like amazing. Like your, mm -hmm. I, I felt good, stronger, you know, like fighting like Muay Thai, like elbows and everything was amazing. And uh, my last fight against Joe in part two, I, I trained like so much for that fight. Mm -hmm. I was in Brazil training hard, hard, and I knew I would win. I was just like, I will not lose. I, I, I told my coach, put some money, man. Like, we are in Vegas. You can, we can bet, you know. But uh, it would make some money. But uh, so, like, King's Cup and my my last fight against Ruin Poirier was, was fun. It was good fights. It's very common in kickboxing, uh, compared to those who uh, don't necessarily follow kickboxing, compared to MMA, compared to boxing, compared to other combat sports, it's very common for kickboxers. You know, you fight the same guy three, four times. It's not uncommon to do that. Why is it so, why is that norm? Why is that so common in kickboxing in particular, if you have an, uh, a reason why? And also, when you're going to be fighting someone so often, like you had John Wayne Parr three times before, what kind of adjustments do you try and make from fight to fight? Um, if, if you no, no, I do always my, the same train. I, I, I do the same train. Like when I fought John Parr, Oh, when I fall like uh, Petros, yeah, I do the same train. I don't change. You don't do Always. any game plan specific stuff? No, because I don't like to change anything in my camp because the, what the heck? <laughs> so I don't, I don't change. I don't change anything. I don't, I just keep doing my train, you know, like, uh, I, I like to train everything. And then in the fight, I change, you know, like, uh, mm -hmm. Oh uh, yeah, like when I fought like uh, Michael Pique, mm -hmm. I, I I trained everything like normal, but in the fight I felt I had to step back. I like oh yeah, I have to step back to fight him. So in that fight, probably like I I didn't give like one step forward, right? You know, but like I did like three good uh, three good rounds with him. He didn't punch once in the face. He didn't punch my face once. He didn't touch my face in, like one time. So it was, because I, you know, like, uh, when I go in the fight, after a few seconds, I know already what I have to do, you know? So that's why I like to keep my train the same way. So you feel that it's better to, uh, for, at least for you, the way it works is you're more of an, uh, an adjuster in fight as opposed to someone who comes in with a specific game plan per, for yeah. the fighter that you're working towards. Yes, uh, just an example. After that fight against Marco Pique, he told me when we were like, uh, uh after fight we were eating something and uh he said you killed my game 
when you gave the first step back because he thought I would just step forward. So in his camp, all the time he was stepping back or just waiting for me. But in the fight, I didn't step back. I didn't step forward. I was just stepping back. So like I killed his game because something I did, and I, I of course I didn't know that. But you see, so that's why I don't like to do any kind of like okay, we let's train like this because my opponent you do this. No, no, no. I don't do that. Um, that's really interesting because it's it's you know to to do that at such a high level one makes it even more impressive because you have to adjust on the fly based on what you're seeing in the ring and that only gives you a few seconds or maybe a minute or two to work with that but um to hear that is also interesting because we hear it from so many high level fighters that they're very into game plannings and so it's actually really interesting to hear like the opposite because so many coaches nowadays are the opposite they're all game plans everyone scouts their opponent tons of fight tape so uh -huh. do you do yeah, you at yeah. least watch your opponents i i don't do that i just like uh uh i try to just keep my training and that's it like i don't i don't change i don't i don't like to change mm -hmm. uh uh the the other thing i wanted to know is when i i specifically remember watching you were fighting i believe it was um, this was your fight with, I'm trying to remember exactly which one because I watched a bunch of your fights just in case I wanted to speak about specific ones and I'm blanking on it. I think it was, damn it, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't Myrtle. It was, um, it's Showtime. I don't know if it was an It's Showtime fight. That's the thing. Yes, it was actually. Sorry. It was, um, sh uh, Shakuta. Sakuta, yes. Yes. When I won the, the title. Yes. It, it was, first of all, beautiful knee. Secondly, I th was that the one where I remember that the, the ref was warning you for clinching? Yes. It, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I was throwing him down, mm -hmm. and uh, the ref said, no, 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 no. It's, more, it's not Muay Thai, it's kickball. <laughs> no tosses. But then he got warned. Yes. He got a warning. What... Why is that something that, that, that frustrates you? Because you fight in multiple disciplines. Is that something that can get a little bit, I guess, maybe confusing or frustrating in those different fights when you're fighting in the different rule sets and going kind of back and forth? Yeah, but like uh, even kickbox, sometimes I throw just, you know, like it was kind of natural. But when the ref said, like, when the ref says, like, you cannot do it, I stop. You know, sometimes I just do it the first time to see if the ref says something. Mm -hmm. uh, I did some kickboxing fights, and uh, when I was throwing the guys down, the ref is just like, you know, just let's do it, like, no problem. Mm -hmm. So they pace the ref. But if the, the, the referee, he says something like, oh, you cannot do that anymore, I stop. Like, I don't do that. Yeah, you were actually putting your arms out and to show that you're not doing anything, but it was kind of at that moment that you could, I, 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 he was trying to hit you during those moments because he knew you, are, you weren't going to risk anything. So I was like... Okay, so he's taking advantage of the moment, knowing you're not going to, I guess, fight back for that moment. Um, when it comes to uh, um, someone like... I'm curious about your fight with Giorgio, because, I mean, like you said, we, we know how good Giorgio is. What, when in the fight, what kind of uh, adjustments, I guess, were you trying to make in the fight? How, how was it fighting... What what was it like fighting him? I'm genuinely curious because you're talking about someone that impressive. 
obviously. Uh, was a kind of normal fight. Wasn't that normal because uh, I lost a lot of weight to fight mm -hmm. him. And right. the, against Petrosian was my last fight uh, without doing IV, to recover doing IV. Was my last fight. So I should be fighting like 155. Right. And my weight was 152, no, 151. And uh, I didn't recover the, the way I should, you know, just like drinking and eat. I, I couldn't like, you know, recover like 100%. So in the fight, I felt that. I felt mm -hmm. that. But uh, it was a good fight. Softball, for me, it's like a weird fight, softball. But uh, yeah, I think that was a good fight. You know, it was close fight, not mm -hmm. like, a, you know. But I, I wish I could fight him uh, Muay Thai, you know. But uh, that will not happen, probably. The, I don't, has he ever done uh, Muay Thai at that level? I don't know if he ever has. Well, just uh, if, there, if, there, if there is somebody, aside from Giorgio, what, what fight would you like to go back and kind of like, is there a fight that you would like to go back or do again, run it back, I guess? Try another, another time with that particular fighter? Whether someone you already beat, someone you didn't yet? I uh, nobody, but I wish I could have fight uh, Bocal. I think would be able to. <laughs> that that would yeah. be insane. Yeah, I that asked for that fight. I asked uh, because when I fought Mirto in each mm -hmm. time, when we were going to hotel, I was sit by uh, the side from uh, Pramuk, Mister Pramuk, mm -hmm. and then I asked him, "Listen, would be nice to fight Bocal." Uh, in Thailand or here, and he looked at me like up and down. He's like, you're too big. For yeah, I know, but uh, I can make the weight, 70 kilos I can make. He's like, no, 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 you're too big. And then he got mad and he went to another seat. He's just like, <laughs> it's like these guys crazy. So like, <laughs> the fight I, I wish I, I could have like, uh, you know, would be a nice fight. That'd be incredible to see. Um, uh, really incredible. Um, speak. I want to now um, uh, pivot to MMA because you know MMA and grappling, and there's things that I want to talk about. How much um, do you split your time, I guess, between doing kickboxing and striking versus MMA training, grappling, and wrestling uh, at well, the moment, at least? Or like now? Uh, in general, and also, I guess, when you're not in camp specifically. When I, my coach is here, I cannot lie. So, like, if I'm not in camp, I don't do nothing, man. <laughs> I just, like, I go to the beach, I surf. Like, of course, here in Naples, there is no waves, but sometimes I go to another coast to surf. But uh, I just, like, try to keep my, keep in shape doing other things outside mm -hmm. from the gym. Because okay. I know when I have fights, I have to spend a lot of time here in the in the gym, so and I don't like that anymore. I don't like to train anymore, you know, like spend like, I don't know, like four hours, five hours in the gym. I don't like that anymore. So I try to keep my shape, keep it in shape, doing other stuff, like doing crossfit, like uh, uh, surfing, going to the beach, running, doing something that like that. And then when I have fight, yes, I spend like, I don't know, two or three weeks in the gym hitting pads. If it's an MMA fight, yes, I have to go like five weeks to the fight because I have to start training jiu-jitsu again, wrestling, blah, 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 blah. So I have to spend more time. But if I fight Muay Thai, 
I spent, I don't know, 10 days, Keith. 10 days we, we trained the last time. For the stage fight? No, from the uh, Elliot, the guy did. Oh, not, not a lot. Yeah, well, I think it was like 10, <laughs> well, like 10 days, probably. Because Muay Thai for me is kind of it's kind of boring, bro. Like I know already what I have to do. I run. When I come back, he's waiting for me here. We hit pads. I go in the bag. If I have somebody here to help, I clinch. I do clinch. Right. If not, I just like do some like pull ups and go home. So I know already how's the train. That's why I prefer fight MMA. Oh, Muay Thai. I'm sorry. I prefer fight Muay Thai, but I prefer train MMA. The camp, MMA camp is much, much, uh, like, much better. You know, it's fun, you know, because every, every day is something different. Uh, one day is wrestling. It's not fun, but I do. Uh, and then jiu-jitsu. And then I go to my own train boxing. So, you know, it's fun. And Muay Thai is the same thing always. So, bro, it's terrible. <laughs> yeah. See, do you, do you, you don't even spar anymore for, for these kicks. I you don't do anything like that. No, I, uh... The first fight in one championship, I didn't spy at all. Like, no. <laughs> uh, with Sage, I was going to, to another coast to do is to spawn some guys there. But I did like three times. Maybe like I went there like three times to spar, and that's it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's great. Um, so, you know what? To, to, be, to be fair, though, you're also saving your body for the fights as opposed to wasting it. Of course. You know? So that's just going to help you in the long run, too. I always tell my coach, my body is like Formula One car. Let me use the train better in the race. So, like, <laughs> I'm saving my body, bro. <laughs> just like, no, don't train too much. I'm saving energy. So, like, <laughs> 100%. Oh, my God. That's great. I wish I could pull that at my job, too. <laughs> so I just let me stay at home. I promise you it'll do better. <laughs> um. Speaking uh so when what what is your I guess you said you know you don't want to fight till you're 45 you you know you have you 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 said you work at the gym uh now right uh as a striking coach so yeah. uh first of all um what's your general uh philosophy towards teaching because if we've spoken to a ton of coaches you know they have different methods of training I spoke to Pedro Hizzo and he was telling me how he first gave Aldo his first kickboxing lesson and it was a really cool thing and they explained it. So I'm curious, like, how do you start with beginners versus how you train people who might have experience? What's your general training philosophy? Uh, we try, uh, he is more kind of like a business class. So mm -hmm. I don't, don't kill anybody like as a fighter, you know? Right. But of course, it's really hard. I, I, I promise you, like, you come to class, you're like, wow. Even the fighters, when they are like, you know, they do the, the class, they know it's hard. So, but I have like students since like, I don't know, kids class, like five years old until maybe like 65 years old and everybody does the train, you know, everybody like, they are training hard. Uh, of course, if you're like a beginner, you're like, oh, I'm feeling bad or something like that. You're, like, take your time. But uh, it's kind of like, in the beginning was, I didn't know how to do it, but then I started feeling, you know, like I'm here uh, more than one year. So like, the first, I remember the first time I was cheating here, everybody was doing like, when I asked like for 50 kicks in the bag or in the, in the pads, everybody was like, oh, 50 kicks. <laughs> everybody getting tired. Last week, we did 1,000 kicks in the class. 
they warm up, they like warm up good at that, and then 500 kicks each leg, they they made. Damn. So yeah, and everybody and everybody did, everybody did, and kind of like easy, you know, like like 15 minutes probably was like something like that, and 15 minutes or 20 minutes, everybody was done. They're like wow, and then normal class, you know. So I started like building like the the, the, the technique. The, the cardio and that now man if you see the class looks like I have most of them like professional fighters do you want to work with professional fighters and more like in a camp setting and you not it's not really something you're interested in uh, it's fun when the uh, like i did the uh, anderson silva's camp you okay. know like oh yeah you'll be here for five weeks and that's it yeah that's fun but uh building like a team no man that's they think I, 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 I just want to chill. I yeah, <laughs> like, like amateur fighters here. I think we have three or four. Mm -hmm. I they know already. I train them for the fights, but I never go. You know, like oh, it's two hours driving from here. Hey man, listen, Saturday night. <laughs> Call me I afterwards. Just, oh yeah, I want to like stay in my house watching the offs and drinking some beer, and that's it. I don't want to do anything else. You know. So you pick a good show to watch while drinking a beer. I'll give you that. That's a good show. <laughs> I was like, I don't know, so many times all these seasons already. I love it. It's I, such a good show. Oh yeah, and uh, you know, like the last when the uh, Dwight get married and Michael's there, you know, I always cry. 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 I, you can't you can't not cry. It's 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 <laughs> the end of an era when Michael comes back. Done every time. I know. <laughs> uh, when Michael is leaving too. Oh my! That episode killed me. I was I was ready to quit the show. I was ready. I was like, this this there's no way it could be good after this. It can't. It can't. And they still made it good. I can't. Yeah, yeah. Today I post something on my Instagram about that when Michael was leaving and Jimmy he knew, and he looked at him and like just go. And I was like, wow, that was the. And then he went to the airport, and he met uh, Pam there. Yeah. The, oh man, that was so good. <laughs> Every, everything about that show was perfect and the, they to end it that perfectly and to keep it going after your best character leaves i don't know how they pulled that off but i loved it yeah um, which one you prefer but which office uh before or after he leaves no no uh which you like uh like a uh, gene uh michael who who is the best for you i <laughs> My favorite is actually uh, Kevin. Kevin? <laughs> I yeah. love Kevin. <laughs> Kevin is the funniest. He, <laughs> like, he's in the, he, I know he's not the main character or anything like that. Of the main characters, it's Michael, for sure. But Kevin is the funniest one. I, I love every scene he's in is perfect. When he dropped the chili. Bro, Dwight is, Dwight, of course, Michael Dwight. and Dwight is like, yeah. Andy, when, when he got in the show, was fun too. It was awesome. And he wasn't yeah. only, he was only supposed to be there for like a few season, episodes and then they just brought him back and then he had to, it was great. And then he had to leave because I think he was doing like The Hangover or something or some other movie. So he left for that season on the boat. That was why, because he was doing uh, yeah, the movie. That's true, that's true, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's it was true. just like, okay, bye. <laughs> you become famous now, good for you. Yeah, yeah so the office is the best, man. Like the best show, like, uh, like now with this COVID thing, you know, I start like watching Smallville again. 
I never watched that. I should. It's a really good. I heard it's a really good show. Yeah, I, I watched like when I was young, but just like a few episodes, you know, never watched like all the season. Mm -hmm. But now I'm watching. It's kind of, it, it's nice, you know, when you have nothing to watch, but it's like this. Uh, you don't want to watch small view. And then you go to all the channels, nothing. And of course you go to, to the office. It's just like, <laughs> like, oh uh, yeah, nothing interesting. I go to the office it's always. I love it. It's a great show. I'm gonna. My wife wants to rewatch it with me. She said, "Like we gotta rewatch The Office. We have to." I'm like, "Okay. Like <laughs> you're not gonna argue with me on that. I'll definitely do it. No problem." <laughs> um, uh, so, uh, so uh, Steve Carell, if you ever see this, just know that you know one of the best kickboxers in the world. Kind of a huge fan of your show. So, just so you're aware, it's something. It's something to be proud of. <laughs> um, <laughs> Before, I never thought an interview would end up being just five minutes talking about The Office. And oh, that's actually yeah. something I'm very happy about. Um, uh, the Before before we go, because I, I definitely, uh, I would love to talk about The Office now for like 20 minutes. <laughs> Even though I got shit, I got to write like an article for the website and I just want to talk about The Office. But uh Kaza, thank you so much, first of all, for joining me. I really do appreciate it. It's been an absolute pleasure. Before you go, I do want to, I, I, oh, right, this is the question. Where do you do your um, your training for MMA camps? You do it with the Black Zillion still, with with, with no, Henry? No, Black Zillion's, uh, it's over, man. Like, Black Zillion's, I think right. they... I know they disbanded. But uh, Hard Knocks 365, that's what it's called. Uh, yeah. Henry's gym. No, 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 no. I do my camp here. My camp against Sage was... Mm -hmm. My coach, he just left, the Muay Thai coach. My wrestling coach and uh, two students. That was my camp. That's... You know? Yes, my camp and two students because they knew, they know, they they wrestling, you know, they are wrestling. Right. And not that good, but helps me, you know. And mm -hmm. what's that like this? I didn't spend any money with the... With uh, <laughs> or I don't need like oh yeah, it's bring this guy, bring that guy. No, was well, just you know what? I will do my Muay Thai here. My wrestling coach is very good. I need just some students to help him like in the in the, in the wrestling. Mm -hmm. And once a week, I was going to another coast like to Boca Raton to sparring every Friday. So I did, I went there like three times, maybe like three four. No, yeah, three times. Mm -hmm. and that's it. Yeah, it was like. Yeah, I saw the picture you posted with um, Kamaro. So. Kamaro, yeah, he's a good friend of mine. Yeah, it's good. Because, good like, friend to have. yeah, we trained together at Black Ceilings. Mm -hmm. And that time when I was training there, I was helping them with the Muay Thai. Because, right. uh, uh, what is his name? Henry, the mm -hmm. kickboxing coach, he's good. He's good. Like, if you are a Jiu Jitsu fighter, a Jiu Jitsu guy, and you want to fight, he he's the guy like to show you all the basics, mm -hmm. you know, jab, jab, cross. He, it's, it's, it's good, like the transition, he's good. But after a while, it's kind of like same thing. Like he doesn't know how to throw a knee or elbows or clinch, like, you know. So you need, uh, everybody was asking me to help with, uh, with uh, even kicks, the body kicks, or the knees, a clinch, elbow. And uh, I was helping them with that. After a while, I, uh, the, the, the owner, the Glenn, uh, Glenn, right? The owner from the Black Seniors, he hired me to be a Muay Thai coach. So I was training and I was teaching them like Muay Thai. Uh, like after that, like when, like when I left to Brazil and after a while, like, uh, uh Black Seniors was over, 
I keep like training them. Like I was training like uh, uh, Usman. I was training like uh, Gilbert in the same time. Mm -hmm. So like two weeks ago, when I heard they would fight, I told them, "Listen, I cannot do that. Like, I cannot choose one to train. You know, like I have right. to stop training for two. So I stopped it. Yeah. Uh, speak. Uh, just curious, actually, what do you think of Gilbert's most recent fight with Woodley? <laughs> if you watched it, I'm not sure if you watched it. Yeah, I watched it. I watched that fight. Uh, I don't like to watch fights, man. Like, I really don't like to watch fights. But in this one, I, I watched it because I was training him, you know? Mm -hmm. So I was uh, kind of curious to see if he would, like, throw some knees or something like that. Uh, Woodley is, uh, is kind of like... It's dangerous fight, you mm -hmm. know? Like, uh, But if you know... If you have, like, a... a, 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 a like, if you're smart and you know how to move... And you know he always throw the right hand. It's kind of like, yes, you know already what you're going to do. You know? So, like, can be, like, a really bad fight for you or can be, like, a really easy fight. If you know how to keep the distance, like uh, uh, Gilbert, he wasn't worried about, like, if uh, we'll, like, take him down. You know? Because he's really good black belt. Really good black belt. So, he's like, uh, he was, you, you see in the fight, he was kind of like, uh, uh, lose, you know, like he was like free, like I, I will do my thing. He, if he take me down, I will, I will do my stuff there too. So, I think it was a kind of easy fight for him. You know, it was like an easy fight. Yeah, uh, it was. Yeah, he, he absolutely dominated him. Um, so, I guess with that, Cosmo, um, I, I, I really appreciate you coming on with me. Uh, I, I, I hope that this, you know, spreads what you know, hopefully helps you in the future with contract negotiations, the more people know, the more that you'll be able to to hopefully use that that uh, public knowledge in your favor. Um, it was really cool to pick your mind with regards to kickboxing as well, talk to you about your career. Thank you so much for your time. I really, really appreciate it. It was really, and also let's talk more about the office sometime because- Oh yes, of course, man. Which, <laughs> which prank for you was the best? I'm sorry? The prank. Uh, Jimmy uh, against uh, Dwight. Which one is better? Which one was the best? It was when he wrapped where he where he had all the cardboard wrapped in uh, Christmas wrap, and yeah. he thought he wrapped his desk and just <laughs> sits right through. And there's all like there's the there's the Jello, the stapler in the Jello. You can oh, yeah. never it's clat like is never get old. Original. It never yeah. ever got old. Also, <laughs> when he. Asian Jim. <laughs> Asian Jim was the genuinely I I could not. That was picture. They had the, the picture. picture. Oh my god, what the, his family, the Asian guy with family. <laughs> it was so good. Oh, it was so good. Oh. I absolutely love that. Yeah, what, what? I, I, I always remember like oh I watch like every day. So one of the the, the, the the times I really like the scenes when like uh, Dwight was talking about uh, karate, right? <laughs> so uh, and then Jimmy started like, oh yeah, if he punch you like that, oh if he punch like that, I grab here and then he started punching himself and try to uh, you know, and that was funny, bro. Like uh, oh shit, that's funny. That was really good, bro. Uh, when they are playing like uh, how I call that. Uh, remember, was Andy, Michael, and Dwight doing 
He tried oh. to jump. Huh? Parkour. 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 Hardcore. <laughs> 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 oh, that was funny too. Bro, so many good times watching the other Him oh. rolling on the couch and just looking at the camera going, Parkour! Still <laughs> is still one of the best and, moments in the entire series for me. Yeah, that was so many times. Dwight, uh, he thought he would be the manager. He just changed it all from the wall. <laughs> he did everything black. Oh, yes. man, that was like, oh, remember the gay dar? Okay, yes. <laughs> Every, there's so many, like, classic, perfect yes. moments in that show that made it, like, it's so good. You can't... I, it's one of the best shows, period. I also, still to this day, I love Creed. Creed, Creed? is the funniest. When Dwight is trying to figure out who did the weed and he's showing him a picture and he tells you exactly what strain of the weed it was, and just Dwight goes, no, this is marijuana. <laughs> just crazy. Yeah. I, really I lost that. it. I love that show. Also, when I when Dwight was kind of like a Jimmy too, was funny. The whole Jim and Dwight thing. It's just that whole dynamic was fantastic. It was really nice because they become like really good friends in the end of yep. the. That was nice, man. It was nice. I love that. I love that. And I, I, the only the only thing like I can remember not liking was like when they were making Jim and Pam like fight. Oh my God! Yes, of course. With the it guy, just didn't was, make the... sense. It was yeah. like. You yes. spent eight seasons. They're they're basically perfect. Then the ninth season, you're just like, I'm just we're just gonna have Jim move to Philly and like take a job. And I, like he would never have done this. It doesn't make any sense, but it worked out. So yes, yes, like these these I don't know like three or four episodes. Like she was talking with that guy, and yeah. they are fighting a lot because he was in Philly. Yeah, it wasn't nice. It wasn't nice. Yeah, I don't think anybody liked that. It was weird. I'm like, they're not going to have Pam cheat on Jim, right? Like, there's no goddamn way. Because that would have just pissed off everyone. Yeah, yeah, I know, no, no. I like Oscar too, man. Oscar is funny when he, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, that's true. But, like, he was nice with Angela when Angela, like, uh, started drinking because the senator, because, oh, you know, all right, these right, right. That yeah, was he great. was. Nice. Oh man, yeah, all the officer like all night, man. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I I actually have to get going. So now, again, uh, before I go, thank you again, Cosmo. Uh, any, uh, make sure you guys go follow Cosmo on Twitter, Instagram. Say hello. Tell him that you watched the uh, the the podcast. You listened to him. Send him some love, support. Hopefully, we get to see you fighting again soon. Uh, with 10 days of training, which I still find crazy and awesome. Uh, make sure you check out the fight site, both at the website, read the articles, fight site on Patreon. Uh, make sure you uh, also subscribe on YouTube, like the video, comment, all that good stuff. Make sure that you check out the sponsor, hyperbrandfly.com at the bottom of the fight site. Definitely helps us out a lot. Uh, Cosmo, thank you again for joining me. I really appreciate it, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. It was fun. Like, was the time was like just flew, and uh, yeah, I mean, probably everything will be good. Uh, I just I'm just waiting for one championship and the new deal. I will sign and probably will fight soon.
Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Of course. Thank you so much again for joining. It really was a pleasure. Uh, hopefully, we'll get to do it again sometime. I'm sure yeah. we have we have some uh, kickboxing aficionados, like guys who are way more knowledgeable about it than I am. I'm sure they would love to talk to you sometime. So hopefully, you have time for them for sure. Yeah, for sure. Just give them a call and that's it. Absolutely. Thank you again.